morning, everyone, and welcome to Stocks and Coffee. I'm Travis, your stock geek. Today is Thursday, September 1st, 2022. We are kicking off a new month here. Equity markets, however, continuing the pattern over the last few sessions, down about 1% this morning on the U.S. indices. Other global indices in Asia and Europe were also down this morning. We saw weakness in the manufacturing PMI data out of Europe. In fact, the UK and the Eurozone both showing contracting manufacturing sectors and Eurozone manufacturing PMI hit a 26-month low. In the US, however, we did see the US manufacturing PMI at just above 52 and slightly above expectations, suggesting the US manufacturing sector is still actually growing just at a slower rate than the past few months. So that was one bright spot. We also saw US weekly unemployment claims at just around 230K, which continues the streak of being at a pretty low flat level, not rising dramatically. Tomorrow, we get the big unemployment report for the month of August in the US. I can't imagine we're gonna see too much of any negative surprises given that the data over the past few weeks on the initial jobless claims has been pretty steady. We haven't seen a major tick up yet. We have seen some layoff announcements from companies in the tech and hot growth sectors that are trying to get back to more profitable levels or at least to cut some of their expense overhead as the market has shifted to favoring profitability. So, you know, we continue to see workforce reductions. In fact, we just got another workforce reduction announcement today from GoodRx, which is laying off about 16% of its staff. Yesterday, we had Snapchat laying off 20% of its staff. Now, the tech company cuts have been offset mostly by gains in areas like retail, travel, healthcare, education. So that's the positive news. Um, but certainly, the U.S. seems to be faring a little bit better right now economically than areas in the Eurozone. We know about the European energy crisis and some of the some of the economic worries there. Certainly we've got economic worries in the US as well. There's concern here in the market that the Fed is gonna to be too aggressive. That's why we're seeing equities down for the fifth day in a row. And September tends to be a more volatile month for stocks too. So it's something to keep an eye on. We know that the S&P technical traders are watching the 3900 level for a key test of resistance. If S&P bounces off that level, could be a positive sign. If it breaks below, could be a negative technical sign. Um, from a fundamentals perspective, you know, we're still getting some earnings reports trickling in. We have a few reports in the software sector yesterday and today. I thought, you know, that software was holding up relatively well, but that may have changed yesterday. We had Okta down almost 30% now on results that were weaker than expected and guidance that was lower than expected. They're dealing with some issues with the Auth0 integration and just lower productivity from their sales force. We also see that MongoDB is down almost 20% today after results. They had pretty good numbers on the revenue side, even raised guidance, but the expectations of analysts were for higher growth. MongoDB also outlining that they're gonna have slightly higher adjusted losses this year, so that's not something that the market wants to see. We also saw healthcare software firm Viva Systems down about 15% so far today after a report with pretty good numbers, but they did call out macro weakness possibly affecting their growth going forward. NVIDIA and other semiconductor stocks are very weak today. NVIDIA down over 10% on news that the U.S. government is banning some export of NVIDIA and AMD products to entities that relate to Chinese and Russian government or Chinese and Russian defense contracting companies. So there's still some escalations there, I guess, happening in trade between the U.S. and those nations. Pretty broad weakness across not only software, but also meme stocks. Uh, we've seen Bed Bath Beyond after their capital raise announcements in the past week down over the past few sessions. Blue Apron pulling back around 12%. AMC, GME, all the usual meme stock names down today. 
and uh, it's been a pretty big pullback in those names. There's been a pretty big pullback in the names that were bouncing last month, the high growth names, you know, things like Datadog, Snowflake, even the ones that put up good numbers pulling back in the past few sessions. Also seen pretty big pullbacks in stocks like uh, Open Door, Carvana, uh, some of the more high risk Asana, any stocks that are, you know, used to be high growth darlings that traded at high valuations, but maybe have high losses, those are getting hit again. So those are under pressure. And some of those are even hitting new lows. Uh, so interesting to note that. Um, overall, the market, of course, not hitting new lows yet. There are some that believe, again, that we could be headed for new lows later in the year if we continue to see the macro picture deteriorate. Um, you know, I'm, I remain cautious, but I'm not 100% convinced that's going to happen. We've had very mixed and messy data, as I've talked about over the past month. It's very unclear, you know, where we head from here exactly. I think even with the Fed being more aggressive than maybe some people had hoped, you know, it's still possible that we see uh, the Fed, you know, raise only 50 basis points at the September meeting. We'll have to see how that shakes out. And uh, of course, further, further rate policy after and beyond that will probably depend highly on how quickly inflation comes in. We are seeing commodities very weak. So crude, again, ticking down about 2.5% today. Aluminum hitting fresh multi-month lows. Uh, copper pretty weak, down about 3% today. So these things will provide some relief to the inflation picture in the next few months if these trends continue. Uh, crude, worth noting there that you know we saw the low in August around 85. So today we're trading just under 87. We could break below that level. And the last time it was at that level was actually pre-Russia invasion in early February. So very interesting to note that weakness in some of those commodities prices. Uh, we also saw Bitcoin and crypto prices a little bit weak today. Bitcoin breaking again below that 20K level. Uh, it's been pretty choppy. And um, yeah, I mean, a pretty interesting uh, setup there. Potentially, if you know the market does rally, could be an area uh, that would be um, would be interesting to watch. But right now, it's trading in line with a lot of the other markets out there globally. Interestingly, on the rate front today, we don't see a further inversion of the yield curve. We actually see a little bit of steepening. So the 10-year and the 30-year rates are moving up a little bit more today, seven, eight basis points versus just a four to five basis point move up in the two and the five year. So rates have been moving up broadly, but remember it was moving up the front end of the curve more in the past week or so. Now the back end of the curve is catching up a little bit. Interesting to note that. And corporate credit has been under a little bit of pressure. So that's something key to watch. Uh, we don't wanna see corporate credit spreads widen too much. Uh, that would suggest definitely a, a concern about you know future credit, uh, credit strength in, in the corporate side of the economy. And that would be a real concern for equities if that does happen. We've got a few more companies reporting after the close today in terms of earnings. Uh, PagerDuty, which is already down 11% before they report given the weakness in software names today. Lululemon, the big retailer reporting today. Uh, we've got Broadcom in the tech sector, Smartsheet, another software name, and a few others. Uh, but by and large, we're through the bulk of earnings season now and the focus will continue to be on macro probably over the next few weeks here in September. It will be interesting now that the buyback and the insider windows are back open to see what companies and what insiders are buying stock during this period if stock prices remain weak. I always like to look at that as a signal for interesting potential companies to look at, interesting buy the dip opportunities maybe, and uh, we'll be taking a look at that. I've got a couple of stocks on my watch list that could have catalysts in September. Uh, one that I think is worth watching and calling out, Lionsgate, one that I have a personal position in. 
Uh, interesting situation here. You know, Lionsgate in their last earnings call, management reconfirmed that they are working on a spinoff transaction and a possible sale of part of the business. You know, I know that management and insiders believe the stock is worth at least $20, $30 a share based on the value of the film library there at Lionsgate, as well as the value of the stars business. And they also have a TV production and movie production business within, within the company. So the sum of the parts management believes worth much more than the stock price today, which is trading around 10. So we'll have to see how the transaction shakes out. I imagine we could see a spinoff of the stars business. It's possible it could go public via a spinoff into a SPAC transaction. Uh, Lionsgate did have a board member join earlier in the year, Harry Sloan, who is a SPAC expert and also a media expert. So that is someone that could play a role in helping to do the spinoff. And management has talked about the September timeframe being a possible timeframe for the announcement. Why do I call this out today? Well, Lionsgate is one of the stocks that's showing green today, up about 3% in a down market. And it's one that I think could have upside, you know, at $10 a share if Stars gets a decent enough valuation. And Lionsgate may even be able to sell the film library as part of this transaction for several billion uh, or even significant billions, six to eight billion potentially estimated. Uh, this could unlock serious value for the shares, which could trade up to 15 or 20 perhaps in the right type of scenario. Uh, so it could be an interesting one. It's one that I own a position in, one that I'm watching, kind of a special situation. It's also possible the deal could fall through, or maybe Lionsgate doesn't get the valuation at once on the Stars business or something like that, so it's not without risk. Uh, but I do think it's an interesting one that could have an upcoming catalyst just in the next few weeks. So I thought that'd be a fun one to chat about here on the podcast quickly. You know, outside of that, I don't have a whole lot in my notes uh, to talk about today. Um, we'll have to see how the unemployment data shakes out tomorrow and how the market reacts to it. And beyond that, we'll continue to explore, you know, individual stock situations now that we can dig in post earnings. And I'll be looking in on anything that's down a lot, especially. Until then, have a great rest of your morning and your afternoon, and I will see you tomorrow. Cheers. Mm-hmm.